Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Everything Baseball podcast. My name is Frankie Saracino. I'm joined with Franco DiBella, and today we are going to be breaking down the top 15 outfielders in all of Major League Baseball. This goes for right field, center field, and even left field. So we're going to be bunching them into a big group of uh, 15 of them, and we're just going to rank them. So, Franco, how about you start off with your number 15? All right, 15. A lot of guys can be put at 15 for um, outfield. You could put you could put a Meadows. You could put I put and I put uh, you could put a guy like Meadows. You could even put Charlie Blackman probably at 15. I'm a big Charlie Blackman fan. But I'm putting Nicholas Castellanos, the Greek freak, not the basketball guy, the Greek freak of baseball. Beast on the Cubs in 2019 was hitting the, had a 320 average, OPS of 1,000. On base percentage is, it was 356. His on base percentage can be can get better, I think. He's not great. He doesn't get on base at a great clip, but it's with the cup, Franco. You just pulled that off the Cubs. What? The the thousand OPS was when he was with the Cubs. Yeah, I know. I said 2019. No, but he was I'm traded. He was traded midseason. Oh, oh, he was. Oh, he was on two teams. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like in a thousand OPS. But he in went off with the Cubs in 20, he did go 2019. Off with the Cubs, yeah. So, yeah, no, his total OPS that year was a, uh, 863. Very good. And uh, he hit 289 with the 337 on base percentage and uh, 27 home runs. This guy's basically a lock for like 24, 25 home runs. Mm-hmm. And um, he gets on base at a decent clip. Not great, Not but the, just the power and he's a very consistent hitter so mm-hmm. i like him yeah he's a good 15 he's it's a solid 15 yeah. like i said you can put a lot of people there but i just picked castellanos because fun name fun fun guy all right so for my 15 i'm going to go with mike yastrzemski now Going into his yes. um, age 30 season, you probably wouldn't realize this guy's that old, but um, he's still, he's similar to Castellanos. You know, he hasn't been in the league. He's been around the block a little bit at 30 years old, went to Vanderbilt. So, I mean, uh, similar numbers to Castellanos, but the 2020 season really stands out in 54 games, 192 plate appearances. 10 home runs, 35 RBIs, and a batting average of 297 and an OBP of 400. This guy gets on base, and if he can put those numbers up over a complete season and get on base 100 points higher than his batting average, this is one of the elite hitters in the game of baseball today. And um, hopefully he gets a handful of good seasons because I'd really love to see this guy put together in San Francisco. Yeah, it's like that San Francisco's hope right now is to get this guy going so they can – eventually become a better team because right now they're at the bottom of the league right I mean like he's he seems to be a vet but he's just like he's kind of a rookie too because he's playing in 161 career games which is weird Mm -hmm. so I don't know now at 14 I've got Randy Rosarena Rand, sorry it's it's recency bias we're coming up with these new phrases on the on the the pot phrase hey well it's a new phrase to me i've never heard of it anyway recency biased last year played 23 of the 60 games didn't he played almost half the season basically was hitting really well 280 ops uh, on base was 380 uh his ops was 1.022 yeah ridiculous his ops plus was 82 percent better than the half the than the league he was 82% better than every other uh, the average player seven then, home runs in 64 at bats and then i didn't pick him because of those stats i picked him because of what he did in the postseason the guy was an absolute monster in the postseason i don't have his postseason stats up or anything but his postseason up. was absolutely insane i so, mean was it the best it's one of the best postseasons i think ever of all time yeah yeah. So in the 2020 postseason for the Rays, um, Randy Rosarena hit, excuse me, in the wild card game, he hit a uh, wild card series. He hit 500 OBP of 
556. Four hit at bats. ALDS versus the Yankees. Eight hits, 21. I mean, excuse me, 19 at bats with three home runs, three RBIs, batting average of 421 and an OBP of 476. In the ALCS, four home runs and nine hits in 28 plate uh, at bats and an average of 321, OBP of 367. And in the World Series, three home runs, eight hits in 22 at bats, batting average of 364 and an OBP of 360. Two. What so. do you have, like 12 home runs in the postseason? Randy Rosarena had 10 home runs. 10 home runs in the postseason. Ridiculous. That's and it's it. not even the home run numbers. It's just it, this guy hits, too. It's not yeah, just home runs. He's, so. a con- he's contact first, I think. But, like, he can pop him out when he wants to. He so. kind of reminds me a little bit of Vlad Guerrero Sr. Mm-hmm. Slightly. Long swing. Right. Yeah, I see it too. Does, um, and does Randy keep this postseason trend going? Probably not. But yeah. even if he digresses a little, that's he's still, still he's still a top, top 15, 15 outfielder. Yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> have him outfielder. in my uh, top 15 just because the experience mm-hmm. kind of hurt it for me. He's only played in – um. What is it? 42 regular season game. Yeah, not that, that much. That just totally repelled me. And uh, only 84 regular season at bats. But yeah. that postseason was just it was ridiculous. But if pitchers can figure him out, that not enough experience. Okay, yeah. moving on. At number 14, I have Kyle Tucker. And Kyle Tucker, it, former top five prospect for the Astros, when he came up originally, wasn't really doing much for them. Uh, hit 141 and uh, had an on-base of 236 in 2018. Um, 2019, similar thing, you know, four home runs, uh, batting average of 269 and an OBP of 319. But in 2020, in 58 games, he was really good. He had nine home runs, had 42 runs batted in, and had a batting average of um, – 268, right on par with 2019, and a uh, OBP of 324. Stands out to me, this guy could steal some bags. He stole eight bags in 58 games. So if you put these stats over a full season, that's that's a really solid season for a guy. And um, projections-wise, I can see this guy putting that up in a single season. So oh, 100%. Round 20 to 25 home runs easily. And um, – as long as he gets on base at the clip he does, the batting average really is not a big deal. But he should make a top 15 list. I do believe uh, they got – George Springer was left because this guy can almost replace a hit George Springer, I think. Yeah, he's based not as He's not as good as George Springer yet, but I think he can turn into a George Springer. I mean, 24 years old, he could be similar. Yeah. All right. Moving forward, you got an Astro. Yep, we we both got him at 13, correct? That's correct. So, Michael, Michael Brantley. Brantley. Peace in the CC Sabathia trade to the Indians. Mm-hmm. Um, not much can be said about this guy besides he's just an absolute stud and basically one of the most underrated players in Major League Baseball. Hasn't hit under 300 since 2017 when he hit 299 and his mm-hmm. on-base percentage in those years has been around um it's been 365 it averages out to and um home run numbers are good you know this guy in 2018 hit 17 home runs 2019 hit 22 home runs but Brantley's more of a contact guy and it really shows this is a guy who you want in the box when you're the Astros and just putting down hits and being that contact guy who's not going to take like all the props at the end of the day, but he's going to help your team win so many games. This is one of the most important outfielders in the league. When uh, there was rumors that he was going to get traded or, or going to another team, it was really weird because you never thought they would get rid of Springer and Brantley. 
you thought they would have kept one and they did keep Brantley in the end, but there were, there were uh, like about a couple hours that everyone thought he was a blue Jay. So yeah, he signed with the blue Jays and then he's like, ah, I'm going to stay in Houston. Yeah. So. It, there's no way the Astros were getting rid of both of them. So yeah. I now mean, to I, Go ahead. No, I just wanted to like the bottom of the list. A lot of people see the rankings and they're like, Oh, they're upset about it. But these are more guys we want to give nods to being the top outfielders and they have mm. potential to be there and they really need recognition. So yeah. I'm going to move to my 12. So at 12, we both have white socks. I got um, Luis Robert and you have Eloy. Eloy. Now Luis Robert is basically the like, prototypical just monster i don't know how to put it um this is a guy 6'2 220 huge like he's he's a man among boys but he's he's basically a freak he's the martian that's in the major leagues like they talk about jason dominguez this guy is literally doing that and nobody's really putting putting that not recognizing it almost um plays on the south side of chicago so in 56 games, 202 at-bats, 11 home runs, 31 RBIs, hit 233, not great, but the on-base percentage was 302. First year in the league, that like central division had some really good pitching. You had Shane Bieber, you had Hugh Darvish, you had, there was just so many aces going around, Brandon Woodruff, but this, this is one of those guys, he's going to give you gold glove defense, he's going to steal some bases, he stole nine bases just to put it out there once he gets once he figures out how to hit for a better average in the league this guy is going to be very very scary yeah i agree um he's a five to a player as well yes which is rare to find in this league nowadays because a lot of people don't have speed like they'll have every they'll have hitting fielding but they don't have speed this guy does he's going to be exciting and now we move to the guy who's going to be to the right of him who is hurt who's hurt He's got a something in his pec. Yeah, pendant torn uh, yeah. something a torn. It said a heart tendon or something like that. Look it up. Look it up. Like right here. Interesting. Tough, Easily. tough area. Probably probably hurts. <laughs> Could only imagine. Now he's a beast though. Last year he was supposedly reports from my friend. He was a beast in fantasy. I've he's, heard. He's he's a beast. Supposedly last year was a beast in fantasy. We're going to go through his 2020 season. He's, o- he's only had two seasons, but we'll go over the 2020 season. So he's hitting close to 300 batting average. So on base was 332. His slugging was 560, which is usually a stat we don't look, uh, look at here. But when it's that high, when it's that yeah. high, you got to look at it. O- uh, OPS was 891. He was 38% better than the average player. I mean, 14 homers, 14 doubles, 63 hits. This He was a, the silver slugger. I mean, this guy was a beast last year, and I only think he's going to continue, but now he's out for five to six months, which stinks. But I'm going to have him on here out of respect that he was – if he was playing, let's say. Yeah, I mean, just putting it out there, this guy's rookie campaign, a lot of people weren't really, like, turning heads over it and were more, like, thinking – you know, it wasn't really meant to be, but he hit 31 home runs as a rookie in his age 22 season. So only things are only looking better for this guy. He's going to be a serious hitter in the major leagues for a long time. And um, he's got a decent glove. It's not great, but no. just, just the power numbers are so incredible. One thing that prevented me from putting him in my top 15 it's just the on-base percentage. It's very low, mm-hmm. and I don't see potential for it getting higher. But also pitching in that, like, division area has gotten a lot better. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'll do 11. Frank, you want to go or me? You start off. I got Marcel Azuna. Azuna. Azuna? Azuna. Azuna. Braves right fielder, correct? Yes. Should be a DH, but they have a mouthfielder. I know. Listed. 
he can't field. I know he's not the greatest fielder, but let's let's talk about him. He had the most home runs in the NL. Yeah, he's a beast. He had the most home runs in the NL last year in a 60-game span. Most RBIs. Batting average was 338. His on-base was 430. Slugging 636. OPS of 1067. Uh, I mean, and had the most total bases in the MLB. In the NL, I think. I mean, was this man not a beast last year? I do think one thing that helped him was being able to not play the field because last year they allowed the National League DH, which they mm-hmm. should allow, but the National League's goofy like that. But mm-hmm. allowing for a player that's a professional hitter not to play the field really shows what a difference it can make. Marcelo Zuna led the league in home runs, RBIs, and uh, could have led the league in on-base percentage. NL, NL. Yeah. So – I, I mean, this guy's really a power standout. He's He has a great nickname, too, the Big Bear. So I, I didn't put him on my list because I don't really consider him an outfielder. But like for some reason, they have him. They don't even put DH well, cause, on, the, on baseball. Well, because there is no – he has to play the field now. Yeah. Because it's so, a National League team. So I And also, I do believe him for going from St. Louis to a to – a, World Series contender Braves team did help him immensely. Yeah. Because he's a power guy. And I mean, hitting behind a guy like Azuna, Albies. I know you're not a big Albies fan, but Albies is Acuna. I mean, Dansby Swanson, I even. I mean, these guys, I mean, hey, it's better than whoever's on St. Louis. Don't sleep on Paul Goldschmidt. All right. At number, what is this? Hey, eleven. 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 Who, who you got? All right. I got Michael Conforto. You have him at ten. I like now, Michael him. Conforto is just similar, similar to all of these other guys. One of the most slept upon hitters in Major League Baseball, and he's got a pretty solid glove too. Um, what stands out to me is just the just the consistency of this guy. Mm-hmm. he's had some really solid seasons in 2017 27 home runs 68 rbis but he hit 279 with an on-base percentage of 384 this guy knows how to get on base a lot like he gets on base a lot mm-hmm. um in 2018 28 home runs 82 rbis better than the season before and uh 243 batting average with a 350 on base percentage 19 33 home runs, 92 RBIs, his best season by far with a 257 average and a 363 on base percentage. And last year in 54 games, 322 batting average, 412 on base percentage with nine home runs, 31 RBIs. So Conforto, um, he's one of those new breed guys. If you're looking at batting average, he's not he's not going to do it for you. But when he can get on base at that clip, it's basically just as good and even better than some of the other guys on this list. There's guys like Eloy Jimenez who will hit 280, but he's going to get on base 32 percent of the time. While Conforto's going to hit 250, but get on base like 36 percent of the time. So it's it's a big Big value. This guy's been very consistent since entering the league and going into his age 28 season with all that added lineup protection in Lindor and Pete Alonso and Jeff McNeil. This guy's really going to have a breakout year this year, and I'm excited. Yeah, this guy's a beast. I can't really say much more about him. I mean, he's got he's got a good uh, – he's going to be a good player. He's got a good lefty swing too. Yeah. Not if a great he played home runs out of, but he can you can pop him out there. Yeah, if he was a lefty and basically like two thirds of the other ballparks in the league, yeah, the numbers would just be skyrocketed off the page. Yeah. Okay. Now, similar, I have Springer ten. You yep. have him nine. Nine. So George Springer, um, tell me about him. Love him. Love him. He's from Connecticut. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, Connecticut kid. Connecticut, Connecticut boy. 2019 season, he's with the Astros. 
Now, we don't know how much of this was, you know, trash banging, you know, all that stuff. But let's just say, let's just say it wasn't, let's, let's just go off the stats. 2019, he hit 292, a batting average on base of 383, which is insane. Uh, slugging was 591. That's a high slugging. OPS of 974, 39 home runs, almost 40 home runs for a center fielder. And he only played 122 games this 2019 season. So if he played a little more, he's easily getting 40. Yeah, he was my lock for MVP, and then he got hurt. So he got hurt. Yeah. I mean, this guy was a beast, and he really didn't slow. He really didn't slow down much in 2020. The average really wasn't there, but everything else was pretty good, pretty yeah. solid. He really didn't slow down. I think if he played the full year, he would have had around the same numbers. Do you agree? No, I totally agree. If, if he played like a full year, though. I mean, another I mean, big... 14 home runs in 51 games, too. He's a big on-base guy, which really, like, that's my stat. It's on-base percentage. If he his career batting average, 270, career on-base percentage, 361. And, uh, you know, since 2017, the home run numbers have been 34, 22, 39, and 14 in the shortened season. So this guy, this guy's a professional hitter, and he's a professional glove too. He'll steal some bases, not too many. You'd think he'd steal more bases. Maybe in uh, Toronto, they'll let him loose, but he's he's loose. really solid, and he he definitely deserves that 150 million dollar contract. Oh yeah, totally. Now, Frank. At nine, you got a guy who really doesn't play the outfield much, but we'll say he does. Yeah, I mean, you know, if this guy were to be in Ozuna's position, which he was at one point mm-hmm. in Miami, John Carlos Stanton would be an outfielder. We are not doing a DH episode, so I just wanted to give this guy a nod because technically he's still like baseball reference lists him as a right fielder. Um. This is one of the best bats in the game by far. 2019 was not healthy. 2020 was not healthy, but had a hell of a postseason. But in 2018, I just like to put this out there. This guy was one of the best hitters in the league while constantly being hated by Yankee fans for some reason. Obviously, he struck out 211 times. But when you're hitting 38 home runs and you have 100 RBIs, 266 batting average, 243 on base percentage. Like scoreboard shouldn't even show batting average. Just show on base percentage because like it's an old stat. We're not even looking at that anymore. This guy is a really, really solid hitter. And I feel like he's totally retooled his swing. He sees, he's seeing the ball a lot better. He's hitting more line drives than ever before. And the power behind this man is just incredible. Everyone will look at the 2017 MVP season where he was chasing some serious records with 59 home runs, 132 RBIs, and a uh, OPS plus of 169. He's just incredible to watch. He knows how to get on base. And um, I'm just saying as a DH now, he's not going to have to worry about fielding. So he's a professional hitter and he's going to work in the Bronx. Yeah, I mean, if he stays healthy, he's he's insane. He's, he's staying healthy this year. He's got oh MVP stand. In the new trainers in New York, Frank, you know about? Yeah. I I I I've been tipped off that it's MVP <laughs> Stanton season. Wow. It's coming back. Bold. Don't Bold. sleep. Don't sleep. I'm not sleeping because I, I like him too, but I don't have him on my list just because who knows if he's an outfielder. But I do have a. we got the home run towel. Home run towel. We look like home runs. We get a terrible towel from Pittsburgh over here. Yeah. Now we move on to you got. I think we both have him there, don't we? We both have him at eight, Mister Mister Bryce Harper, the man, the myth, the legend, Hopper, the young talent, the young stud out of Las Vegas. I mean, rookie of the year, absolute beast is rookie year. Three. Let's fast forward three years after his rookie year. MVP Bryce Harper. This kid at nineteen hit twenty-two home runs, fifty-nine RBIs, hit two seventy in the big leagues. 
with a 340 on base percentage. Okay, that's I don't know what I'll be doing at 19, but it's not that. So, <laughs> 2015, he led the the whole league in OPS slugging, uh, on base percentage, and uh, OPS plus. He led the Nash the National League in homers and runs. Now let's fast forward to where he is now. He's on the Phillies. Good season. The year he gets traded to the Phillies. He, free agency. What? Oh, free agent. He goes to the Phillies. Um, the Nationals won a World Series. Yeah. Tough, tough for him, but anyway, he goes to a new team, Philly. 2019, he hits 260 batting average. He gets on base at a great clip. Great. Great clip, which is a big staff for Frank. Love it. We like we like op- we like on base percentage here. OBP podcast. His slugging was solid there too. His OPS was 882. 114 RBIs. 104. I was just about 35 to say. home runs. 35 homers. And this people, guy's a beast. People say this dude's overrated. Like no, Bryce Harper is underrated. Because he is underrated. Overrated. He's he's underrated because he's overrated. Yeah. Think about it. Goon. He's a goon. I mean, this guy, he's just – there's no way to put it other than this guy is has potential to put together an MVP season every year just with the numbers that he puts up. And Mm -hmm. to see that he didn't even get an all-star nod with those numbers in Philly really shows how people don't even look at the advanced metrics. Mm -hmm. When they see a 260 batting average – they're they not automatically even. put him down the drain. Yeah. Yeah. So Bryce Harper, noted down. He's he's one of the best. And um could be MVP this move, year. MVP. So we move forward to seven. This is a similar guy. Just hasn't been around the block as much. He's been injured for a couple of years. Came up in 2016. Stands at six seven. 282 pounds could be a tight end could be a center in the NBA but he chose to play baseball for the New York Yankees we're talking about Aaron Judge now when Aaron Judge is on the field he's one of the best in the game and to be fair he really like he's been hurt through the season but he hasn't played less than 100 games any any year in his career Mm-hmm. any full season in his career so 2017 obviously that's the year we think about when we think about Aaron Judge we think of the 155 games 52 home runs 114 RBIs 127 walks 208 strikeouts um, and a 422 on base percentage with a 284 batting average who won MVP that year if he got second in MVP Altuve won because his batting uh, average was glitchy, but now Judge should have won MVP. Anyway, 2018, 112 games, 27 home runs, 67 RBIs, average of 278, on base percentage of 392. 2019, 102 games, 27 home runs, 55 RBIs, 272 average. 381 on base percentage and an OPS plus of 142. Dare I say, if this guy plays 150 games this year, I'm going to guarantee 35 to 40 home runs. Guaranteed. Like Joe Namath. Just put <laughs> it out there. Joe Namath in the third, I don't know, whatever Welcome Super Bowl. Pod. I guarantee the win. I guarantee it. Super Bowl three. But no, I guarantee, yeah. Similar to Franco. He's, he's going to hit 40 if he's on the field for full season. That's he, not a bad on-base percentage for 40 home runs. No. He's just – he knows how to – he knows how to walk. He knows how to strike out. He knows how to hit home runs. And he hits it all over the field too. A lot of base hits, a lot of doubles. So. The games he was in last year, he actually surprised me with hitting. He really struck – he didn't strike out as much as he usually does. He's starting to work the ball the other way instead of trying to pull everything. Yeah. And he's waiting on pitches and he knows if it's a curveball, he'll just let it go now instead of trying to like pop it to right field and hope maybe it's a home run. Right. He's getting I mean, better. there was a point in his rookie season you were to throw that guy a slider and he would just like 
look like there's nothing he could do in the world to hit it. But yeah, he's really bad. been able to hit those off-speed pitches, hit him the other way. So Keep the weight on the back foot. Yeah. He's going to be fun. He's going to be yeah. fun to watch. Um, to move forward at six, we have Ronald Acuna Jr. Ronnie. Can, um, we, just, can we just start it off with uh, – we? you think he's a little overrated? Because a lot of people have him, like, top three outfielder. Um, he's on base. I know you like it there, Frank. Some people do say he's overrated, though. He's not overrated. No. But he's he only becomes overrated if, like, people pick him at number one in fantasy baseball leagues oh, and yeah. say this guy's the best player in the league. That's mm-hmm. when he becomes overrated. But this guy is easily – what did we put him at? Six? Six, yeah. Yeah, Six. but look who's in front of him, Frank. Six is, like – this is one of the best hitters in the game of baseball. And six is not like – it's not an insult with the guys in front of him and the guys behind him. I would say what Ronald has more than some of the guys in front of him is his just ability to steal bases. In his fall season, 2019, 41 home runs, 101 RBIs, 37 stolen bases, and – um he hit 280 with an on-base percentage of 365. Um, last year, people were talking about the down year he was having. He hit 250, mm-hmm. 14 home runs, and had an on-base percentage of 406. He had 14 home runs in 46 games, 160 plate appearances. Like this guy is one of the best hitters in the game of baseball. He's not overrated and he's only 23 years old. So he's only getting better. And just the speed he does, like he's the, like one of the true five tool hitters in the game of baseball and easily like this from six on, you can mix and match these guys based on what you value. So he's this elite tier of outfielder, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. That's a beast. Um, do you think he can go 40-40 this year? 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases? Oh, I say 30, like stolen bases. Yeah, he can go 30-30 easy. Yeah, I think 30-30. Okay. But I love him. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, I mean, you're you're in Atlanta, so. Uh, just happened in live, by the way. Luis Arias put, us, put him on a uh, story. He put us on. Let's go. All right. So to move on, we're not talking about Luis Arias. We're hey, talking hey. about Christian Yelich. So we both have Christian Yelich at five. So um, yeah, let's talk about him. Standing at six foot three, coming Yelly. in from Miami. This is one of the absolute best players I've ever seen. He's got he's just he's I love this guy. Just, just plain and simple. The numbers are great. He's a good dude, and he's one of the best baseball players, period. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, he, he had a bad year in 2020 by means of batting average. Had an on-base percentage of 356, which is still better than a lot of guys in the league. 12 home runs. Still not a very Yelich season. When we're thinking about Christian Yelich, we're thinking about those MVP caliber years, 2018, 2019. This guy – Moved to Milwaukee, and he just figured it out. Um, 2018, 36 home runs, 110 RBIs, and he hit 326 with an on-base percentage of 402 and an OPS of perfectly 1,000, OPS plus of 164, leading the league in all of those stats. And then 2019, a batting average of 329. These are all leading the league, by the way. on base percentage of 429 and an OPS of 1,100 and an OPS plus of 179. That's in the league that year? Yeah. By far, all those stats that I just recited. So this is just one of the best hitters in the game of baseball. He knows how to get on base. Like since just being able to get on base at a 40% plus clip is incredible. And he's just one of the most talented 
five tool players in the game. The these outfielders, these top six guys are the like five tool like gems you want for mm-hmm. your team. Except Soto. Sorry, Juan, but he's not yeah. he's not a speedster. Um and not a great field. Yelich stole 22 bags in 18 and 30 bags in 2019. So this guy's the complete player. You want him on your team. He had a better 2019, in my opinion, than 2018 and should have won the MVP. I don't know how that happens, but yeah. Enough said. Enough said about him. Now we move on to we have a little flip-flop flop. You want to talk about Cody Bellinger or Juan Soto? So I mean, on the talk of the 2019 MVP, I guess we need to talk about Cody Bellinger. I like it. So I keep people refreshed. Exactly. I put Bellinger at three you put him at four yeah now the only re- like like we said there's like different tiers kind of thing so yelich had a down year so he falls behind these guys but with another like solid year this guy goes right back up um cody bellinger the fact that he won the mvp in 2019 it's kind of ridiculous in my opinion I think I don't, Yelich should have won it. Yeah, I don't – yeah, it's pretty I, – I feel like they just didn't want to give back-to-back and, like, you know. Yeah. In my opinion, looking at Bellinger's numbers, they were good. Like, 47 home runs, 150 yeah, RBIs. Yeah. Nothing to discredit. No. He hit 305 with a 406 on base percentage and stole 15 bases. But Christian Yelich just had the better season. By far. Yeah. Uh, especially um, it was the best in the, the whole uh, league. Yeah. Uh, now, Ballinger, just one of the most talented bats in the game of baseball. He knows how to get on base. Mm-hmm. Um, 273 career batting average, 364 on base percentage. Um, he's hit, he hit 39 home runs his rookie year, 25 in 2018. 47 in 2019 and um, 12 in 2020. So this guy's just one of the dudes. He can steal some bases, 14 bags and 18 and 15 and 19. Um, I don't think there's much more to say about him than uh, Christian Yelich is actually much better than him. Yeah, I agree. So I'm, I'm going to change my ranking up. I'm, I'm going to s- keep him. I'm still going to keep him at four. Because I like Cody's versatility. He can play the outfield. He can play first. Yelich is – Anyone can play first base. Yeah, but everyone's – but Yelich can't go play right center field. He's not that good. That's true. Yelich doesn't have a glove, a great glove. Bellinger can't steal 30-something bases. That's true. I'll keep Bellinger ahead. Yeah, I'm going to swap them. So, yeah, let me just swap them on our chart. Really quickly. So to move forward at number four, I have Juan Soto. You have him at three. Let's get into it. Problem. So why do you have Soto at three? Uh, just, just look at this. Just, just look. I know, I know, but just tell me. <laughs> okay. Yes, his glove is probably like Yelich. It's it's kind of the same thing. It's worse. It's worse. It's worse, but it's okay. much worse. Juan Soto can work on that. To be blessed with the hitting that he has right now at 22 years old. Oh, yeah. You can figure out the glove. You can't. I mean, hitting comes to people. I mean, you could train to be a better hitter, obviously. But at 21 years old. You can't, be, you can't train to be a freak like this guy. This is, is insane. I mean, 2020, I know it's a – he played 47 out of 60 games, but his batting average was 351. On base was 490. Slugging 695. OPS 1185. And his OPS plus was 218. If someone tries to argue this, that he's not top five at least, there's they're on something. And I don't know how he didn't win rookie of the year. That 2018 season. Who won well, it that year? Uh, Acuna, I think. Ah. I think. Yeah. I mean, Juan Soto, 2019, 
the man's postseason to, for them to go to the World Series was insane. It was carried by Rendon and him, the only two hitters on that team at the time. Trey Turner wasn't as good in 2019. He was good, but I mean, these guys, Juan Soto's the young goat. He's the young goat. Yeah. I mean, the numbers are just incredible. He's never had an on base percentage under 400, and um, he's never hit under 280. This is just a guy who is a professional hitter yeah. at only his early 20s. In his age 22 season, he's going to be one of the best hitters in baseball by far. And um, he actually has more speed than you would think. He stole 12 bags in 2019. So I guess he was just getting on so base. Maybe, that maybe much. it's just his fielding. Yeah. That's it. Little Soto 5 tool. Who knows? I don't think so. But if you can figure out fielding, there is you could say he's five tool. I mean, if, fielding if. was not bad in 2020. There was no errors, so okay, maybe he's a good fielder then. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't think there's much more to say about this kid than he is absolutely one of the most talented in the game. I put him at four just because. I like Christian Yelich's ability better, like mm-hmm. as a complete player. But um, yeah, let's move. Let's move on. You think he's the best hitter? And you think he's top three hitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he is. If you just put hitting as a thing, he's top three. He's a top three hitter. Yeah. Okay, so we move on to number two. We got Mookie Betts. If you don't have these two guys, one, two, and you're not on. I don't know like, where you are. But. <laughs> now, this is a guy who actually went number one overall in my uh, fantasy baseball draft, in our fantasy baseball draft, to a uh, man named Anthony Tabella. You know, he's been on the podcast a couple times, and he said, well, I read a couple articles, and it seems like Mookie Betts is the best player in fantasy baseball. And um, I'm going to totally disagree with that. Mike Trout is the best player in baseball by far and the best fantasy player in baseball by far, but Mookie's close. That's is very close. <laughs> yeah. Let's just pick some stats out. His MVP season 2018, JD Martinez showed him how to hit, but really he didn't. He had a better season in uh, 2016, in my opinion, when he finished second in MVP voting. But this guy hit three, 32 home runs, 80 RBIs, hit 346 with an OBP of 438. Incredible. Um, But in 2016, he hit 31 home runs, 113 RBIs, 318 batting average, 363 on-base percentage. So the voters, in my opinion, I feel like they look at batting average first, which is kind of ridiculous, then on-base percentage. But this is is just one of the guys getting it done each and every year. You know you're going to get around 30 home runs from this guy and a decent chunk of RBIs. And ever since he met up with J.D. Martinez, he's just been elite. Can you agree with that? Oh, yeah, 100%. Now, he's he's got some pop in his bat. He's going to give you around 30 home runs. That's a fair projection. He hit 16 in 55 games last year. And um, he's just one of the best in the league. I don't think there's much more to say about it than um, defensively. This guy has won five gold gloves. That's the one thing I think he has on Trout. Okay. I think his gloves better than Trout. As an overall player, maybe. He also stole 30 bags in 2018. So he's got some serious speed. This guy's a burner on the base paths. And uh, he's got a glove. He's the five-tool player. He is one of the best in the game, and um, it's just the his ability to do it on all levels just puts him above basically everyone else except Mike Trout. Yep. <laughs> now to Michael Trout, the Millville Meteor. Michael Nelson. Millville, New Jersey. Michael Nelson Trout. 25th pick in the first round. 25th pick in the whole draft in 2009. I mean, you got to hype this man up. He's the best player in baseball. Could be the GOAT after his career's over. He will be. Look, it's just, he you will look. be. He Quote will be. it. He will be. Sign me up. 
Um, the thing about Trout is if you are, if you're, if you have your computer in front of you, <laughs> what you got to do is go on baseball reference. Baseball reference will show you all of the stats in somebody's career. Look up Mike Trout. Now the bold stats are when a player leads the league in that stat. The amount of bold in Mike Trout's playing career is basically almost equal to the number of non-bold. This guy has just been that good in that many categories for his entire career. 2012, he stole 49 bases. 2018, he had an OPS plus of 198. Um, he's led the league in base on balls for three three years, scored the most runs four years, led the league in RBIs one year, like he, just all over the page. He is one of the best all-around players in all of baseball. Now, Go yes, Go okay. Ahead. I would just like to say a lot of people are like, oh, why even like if you give the MVP, like people don't want to give the MVP to Trout because he's never on a really good team which I understand. But when this guy's leading in on-base percentage, slugging, OPS plus, OPS, <laughs> and various other stats throughout his career, I, there's no way this guy can't be the MVP of the league. From 2017, here's his home run numbers, 33, 39, 45, and 17 in the shortened season. He's just a freak. He's a man among boys, a 304 career batting average and a 418 career on base percentage. Yeah. And another thing about him that we have, like, we've never even bring up this stat, his war. Yeah. We don't, we're his not like war, war is good, but, but I know, but that's just a stat like that. No one's, no one talks about, but still his war is insane. Yeah. I mean, a 45, four, uh, excuse me. 74.5 career war. He's Oof. better than Derek Jeter already, by far. Oof. Derek Jeter never had any bold on his baseball reference, by the way. Yeah. So this guy, he's a man among boys. Look at the MVP voting. He was – yeah. His worst MP, MVP voting was fifth. I'm not counting his first year that he played 40 games. Yeah. But fifth. So, I mean, he came in second three times – he could technically have six MVPs if, if the voters went a, like a, t a little tip the other way. Yeah. But they don't want to give it to Trout six of his, what, 10 years. So, yeah. but still, this man's an absolute beast. You can't say much more about him. Makes these over the wall catches just like Mookie. I mean, Mookie and him are similar gloves, but I, you know, they're beasts, both beast, but Trout, <laughs> Trout sits at top because his hitting is just so much superior. Yeah, his it's just the on base percentage for me. It's yeah, just know. incredible. He's by far the best hitter in the game of baseball. Pencil me in for that. Oh yeah, hundred so, percent. You can pencil anyone in for that. If you don't agree that Mike Trout is the best player in the game of baseball, I'm not sure what is going through your head right now, but that's just how it goes. So love it. Anything else on Trout? Anything else on Trout? All right, here's my question. If an, if an Angels game's on, just turn it on. Yeah, just put it on. Please, <laughs> watch my Trout. He's, he's a goon. Um, now, my question is, if the Angels don't make the playoffs, as a voter for an MVP race, how do you feel about voting for Mike Trout? If he puts up those numbers, but let's say... Mike Trout should get it. Jose Altuve puts up similar numbers and the Astros make the playoffs. No? No. No. I think a guy – the only guy I think that could really beat him in the AL is maybe his teammate, <laughs> Rendon. Yeah. Rendon has a great on base. He's got a great average. He's a great player. Judge could do it this year. If he can stay healthy. But, I mean, the outright guy here, if anything, you should give leniency to Mike Trout because you just know how great he is. Right. He's basically a lock to finish top three in MVP voting. Oh, 100%. So, <laughs> if there's any question, like, this guy is one of the best to do it. It's not health, health, 
health first, but and when I tell you, when I tell you 12 years, 400 and whatever million they paid for him was every penny was worth it. Yeah. If Mahomes can make half a billion, this guy's worth uh this guy million. the only reason people go to Angels game is to watch Mike Trout. And Shohei Otani. And, and Shohei Otani and, and Rendon. Rendon. But like Trout ticket. Fletcher. Fletch. But Rick anyway, Fletch Mike, fans. you're going there to you want to see Mike Trout. Like mo- most of all, you want to see Mike Trout. Come on. Fletch. And the Fletch. Mike Trout and the Fletch. No one else. <laughs> no, Rendon and those guys in Shohei, I know, but totally off topic. But um uh, come on, you love it. Fletch. Um so, yeah, this has been it. Are there any more comments you got? How many MVPs do we have in the outfield? So many. Possible. Possible? Now, give me, give me, give me the, the three guys. There's three guys. Ten. There's ten. There's ten. There's ten. You think Springer can be one? Yes. Trout, Betts, Yelich, Soto, Bellinger, Acuna, Judge, Harper, Stanton, Springer. Now, who do you think the three – most probable of each of each, com- of each league oh in each league so yes. it would go trout yes judge stanton yeah. then stanton. it goes okay bets yelich soto i would say bets yelich soto actually but i'm gonna go bets bets belly soto and then the al i'm going trout judge and springer yeah, I'll say Springer. I want to- a- AL. AL's not as then L's very good with outfielders, but yeah, AL has has Trout. So I think <laughs> one thing that I learned from just talking about this is that Cody Bellinger really isn't that good. Really, he's not. In my opinion, he's he's beast. He's he's no no he's good, but he's, he's like good, not there. Yeah, like, he's not Yelich good. You don't think? No, Yelich is so much better by far. He's on my fantasy team. Sad. All right. Hello. Well, did I just say hello? <laughs> Jeez. I am Fine. absolutely exhausted. We went through 15 guys. If you stuck around to the end, well, this was, this was quite the experience. So make sure to uh, let us know what you think of our rankings. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the Everything Baseball Podcast. Have a good day. Have a good day.